Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another exciting episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. I am so thankful to have you guys back. It's always fun having you. I always have a good time with this. So, the guy that I have on for this episode, I have been talking to for quite a while now. Um, I've actually been trying to get him on since the last podcast that I did with Sam. He was in talks with me about possibly using one of his songs as the opening theme for uh, the older podcast that we used to have. But, you know, we moved on and now I have this show going on and I was able to still reach out and talk to him and get him to come on the show. We ended up having a pretty good conversation, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this today. Um, I'm super excited about it, and if you're as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. So before I get started, have you been looking for that special thing for your mom on Mother's Day? Well, come on over to R&L Designs. They have anything that you could ever want for custom needs. They make hats, t-shirts, mugs, tumblers, even key fobs. You can find them on Facebook at R&L Designs. I will have a link to their page in my show notes. If you'd like to reach them by email, you can do so at R and L designs one nine at gmail.com. Once again, that is R A N D L designs one nine at gmail.com. Give them a like, give them a follow for all of your custom needs today. All right. Today, folks, I've got holy water with me. This is a uh, guy that I discovered on TikTok and uh, loved his music, and so I had to get him on my show. Man, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I've had a, a rough week, to say the least, so um just been basically pulling, pulling my back together. It's, it's cool if I cuss, right? I cuss a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I mean, I I uh, dropped the sound out for it, so it's fine. You can say whatever you need, whatever you want to. All right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I heard that you had a few uh, issues that came up in the last week or so. Uh, yeah. Yeah that that really to stinks, say, man. Yeah, to say the least, it's definitely a a pretty big blow. It was it was um basically what happened was I trade NFTs. In fact, I'm getting into minting some for music, my own stuff, which will come with a lot of perks and fun stuff um, included. But 
that said, the scammer more or less tricked me in to using a fake website, a fake trading site. Oh no! And yeah, against the um, strong, strong recommendations by my immediate network in the space, I went ahead and proceeded with the trade with this guy uh-huh. and he uh he drained my wallet of like all of my that all Man. everything I, I had worked for and uh busted my ass to acquire and i have never i've never been robbed of that much money in my in my life yeah and at first i was like i, I don't know if it really hit me at first because instead of just kind of breaking down then and there I just got really pissed off and yeah. really motivated, like more motivated than I've ever been. I still am. Yeah. Uh, and I just threw myself into the work, into the music, into creating more videos and content. But but at the same time, I was neglecting my whole spiritual program and my whole morning routine and my spiritual fitness, I guess you could say, yeah. was slip, slipped a lot. Like I relapsed hard on cigarettes. Like, I'm sober now and I, I don't like smoking. I don't like nicotine. I think right. it cuts me off from, you know, my highest potential. So I don't like it, but I was, you know, I was smoking like a damn chimney, dude. I, my, <laughs> my, my crib has never been so messy ever. There was just ashes everywhere. I hadn't made my bed like a week. There was crap all over the floor. My floors were getting disgusting. Like it was just, it was bad. And then just last night I went, and visited with a friend of mine uh-huh. and uh i basically just kind of told him everything i had done some writing before we had met up and i was just kind of talking about everything and it it just hit me like a truck last night like yesterday i guess i just found some time to breathe and process things and i didn't realize how bad that really crushed my spirit until yeah. then so yeah i'm like kind of i'm i'm in recovery mode right now Okay, well, it sounds like uh, you're on the right path, you know, and one thing is, is you did say that you kind of went into focus mode when it came to, like, your music and stuff, and uh, as a fellow musician, I know how that is. You kind of, you find that it's it's like your safe spot, and that's where you go to try to um, cope with what's going on around you, so, uh, man, I get that. Yep. It's, uh, I, I hope that everything uh, ends up getting better for you i believe that you're uh, gonna make a comeback i've uh, listened to your new song that you have coming out uh pressure or i believe yeah. it's already out correct yeah yeah it's out yeah so i mean it man i think you're just on on the rise from here thank you for saying that yeah so i i've got a few questions here you know nothing Shoot. nothing big so where are you actually from i'm originally from atlanta georgia from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. And you went all the way. You're in California now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like out there? Because I, I hear stories that it's, it it's like a some parts of it are like a ghost town now, from what I hear. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it a ghost town. If if anything, what makes it a ghost town is the homeless apocalypse running amok through the streets because the mayor just the mayor allows them to set up camps and leave their shit on the sidewalk um and ever since covid the cops have stopped um kicking the homeless off the trains so they just live there man they just dude it's it's pretty bad 
Well, not, not that's an understatement. It's really bad. It's really bad. Uh, but it's not. I wouldn't call it a ghost town. Okay. Yeah. I I know. I had heard some, and maybe it was more when COVID hit that you know it was more like that because they had the. I know that there was some strong mandates and stuff there in California when it yeah. came to staying indoors and things like that as well, which kind of goes along with the song vitamin water that you created which was what actually introduced me to your music which that's a great song by the way that's one of my favorites me and my son can pretty much sing it word for word so love it man love it so what was your biggest inspiration behind creating that song was it just the the things that were going on at the time or was there more yeah i would yeah but it it was definitely a lot more than just the the pandemic as i like to call it uh yeah. that that inspired it and you can tell in the lyrics it's just kind of everything i was witnessing at the hands of you know media and, and pharma yeah. big pharma and just politicians in mm-hmm. general and just what i was observing what i was hearing from my network and just some research that i was doing so right. that's that's what inspired it okay i one thing I noticed, uh, I, I was watching one of your videos. Uh, I know that you played the piano. Yeah. Um, you're actually, you're pretty impressive at playing that piano too, from what I could hear. Do you play any other instruments as well, or is it just piano? Or Yeah. Um, so I, I play piano. I grew up, I actually started music playing drums. Okay. Um, but piano is actually a percussive instrument, a right. percussion instrument. And yeah. um, guitar, you can play some bass. I can really play anything. It's just give me some time to learn it, and I can I can play it. Right? Do you learn by? Do you play by ear mostly? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have perfect pitch, but I'll make it work. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just kind of the same way. I I grew up around music. I'm I'm actually a pastor's son, ah. so uh, I grew up around uh, a Pentecostal pastor's son at that. So I grew up around a lot of different musical instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I started out with drums when I was five or six, you know, and then moved on to the bass guitar, which is probably my favorite thing to play because I, you can just go crazy on that. You know, I learned piano and a few other things as well, but I, I don't know if it's the same for you, but is that, do you consider that to be your escape playing your music and stuff? Yeah, it really depends. I use a lot of different things. Um, okay. I don't necessarily like to use the word escape from music just because music is like, for me, it's like worship, you know, it's like okay. communion. It's communion with God for me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, when I'm making music, I'm really tapping in for me. Escape is like, like when I sit down, I meditate or I okay. sit down and I pray. Like that's what I do to escape. At least when I'm in a healthy state of mind, Right. <laughs> when I'm not, <laughs> I'll escape <laughs> in all sorts of different things, whether it's, TV, uh, women, uh, any cigarettes used to be drugs and alcohol, but you know, I do use music as an escape. I just don't like to, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes total sense for me. I guess escape isn't the right word for it. You are, you are right. I mean, it it is my happy place though. That's uh, where I can feel creative. And I, from what I can tell you're a pretty creative guy. I mean, you seem like you're you always constantly working at your music and everything, and that's really awesome to see. You know, somebody who doesn't just do it on the side. This seems like it's more it's your life, right? 
Yeah, 100% is. I, it's, I'm pretty much, I'm all in when it comes to music. There's nothing else that I will do with, okay. like, with my time, at least right now. I guess uh -huh. I just have so much passion for it. And I've been at this for so many years that I just, I'm, I'm so positive that it's going to happen mm -hmm. that I would never stop. And I would never let it fall to the back burner as just a hobby or something. Oh, you know, I just did that for fun because I know if years down the line, I look back mm -hmm. and I give up on myself. I will never forgive it. So right. I, yeah, it's everything to me. Yeah. I totally get that. And it, you have to have that, frame of mind when it comes to that too that this is what you have to set that goal and you have to stick to that goal because if you don't then you're never going to get there and yeah 100%. I, I totally 100%. understand that you really have to commit because this music game is not for the faint of heart like there's anybody who says this is easy is lying through their teeth because it is not <laughs> at all yeah yeah it's uh there's many people who talk about how hard it is to get in, break into the music industry and stuff. I mean, and, uh, I, I wouldn't want to be one of those people. I'm happy for those that do. And, you know, I think you're going to make it and you're going to do great. But for me, I don't know that I could have done that. <laughs> hey, it's not, it's not for everybody. And that's perfectly okay. You know? Right. So what was it exactly that got you into the uh, type of music uh, that you, you play? When you say type of music, are you referring to the rock? Right. Rock genre? Uh, yeah. I know you have some heavy punk rock influences in some of the songs that I've listened to. And then it's kind of got, you know, a little bit of other feels in there as well. So what is like your main um, influence, I guess I would say? I would say as far as songwriting mm -hmm. and um, melodically, I don't want to say songwriting, but one of my biggest inspirations growing up was this fellow by the name of uh, Ronnie Radke. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yes, I have. Yeah, so yeah. I grew up on... Metal. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Dying is Your Latest Fashion, that album he did with Escape the Fate. Yes. That, from front to back, I love that. I would, like, that. his music got me through so much. But aside from that, damn, I like Elvis. You know, I, I like... Uh, <laughs> Wow, that's, that's when you ask that question, it, it's just there's so many different artists that come to mind, you know. And a lot of the artists, I can't even really name any of their songs, which is yeah. the crazy part. But Bob Dylan, yeah. um, Marvin Gaye, uh, Lamb of God, Vince <laughs> Sevenfold, uh, Carnifex, yeah, uh, Job for a Cowboy, Upon a Burning Body, uh, <laughs> you know, Mayday Parade, Pierce Deville. And even some some pop music too, like Billie Eilish. She's incredible. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, she she's amazing. She's phenomenal. So yeah. I have a, there's a ton of artists. I just gather inspiration from everyone, everywhere. It's just life, you know. I totally get that. You were talking about some of them, and a lot of those are bands that I listen to myself. Cool. Um, whenever I tell people my musical taste, I tell them it ranges from Metallica all the way to Luciano Pavarotti. You know, I, anywhere in between there, I can listen to it. Yeah. So it's um, when you love music for the love of music, it can go anywhere. That's really how it is, though. Yeah. So um, do you have any big things that you have coming up soon that you want to kind of talk about uh, when it comes to your, your music? You know, I can't. There isn't anything specific uh -huh. that, I can, that I can really disclose. Okay. But what I can tell you 
is that we're at the point say so we'll just we'll just compare my career to a tea kettle okay. that we're that we're heating up. All right. So this tea kettle is at the point where it's about to start boiling, mm-hmm. and it's about to start ringing, and being loud as all hell and pissing off the household. Yep. We're like right there. You don't know when it's going to start boiling, but you know it's about to start boiling. <laughs> there you and, go. Um, that, that's really where it's at right now. So I'm, I'm feeling grateful. Obviously, you know, in light of recent events and some other personal matters, things have been uh, exceedingly difficult right now. Yeah. But God has a fanciful way of bringing about success a day late. Yeah. They say. So I'm just sitting here along for the ride, um, just doing my best to maintain faith and keep it pushing, you know? There you go, man. Uh, I like the saying that says, uh, he doesn't come when you want him, but he's always on time. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So is there any particular venue that you have, like as a kid that you dream playing at, even as an adult, like a goal of a venue that you want to go to? Um, Madison Square Garden for sure. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's that's easily. Um, but I I'm a festival guy. Okay. Like I would just love. I would be totally down to just run festival circuits. Yeah. Like all year long. Of course, I want to like tour and actually play concerts and shows for people and connect with the fans and and you know all that good stuff. But there's just something about playing festivals for. <laughs> Just a ridiculous amount of people in the open air and sharing art yeah. in that way. It's just really exciting to me. Yeah. So an, another thing that I wanted to ask you, um, is there any other artists that you would like to collaborate with in the near future? Man, I would want to co- Ronnie Radke. Like, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> and, and with his latest record, Zombified, I actually ran into him um, the other day on Melrose, which is a basically like a shopping strip in yeah. Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, we, we kicked it for a hot second and I was able to pick his brain a little bit about zombified. And um, didn't that make number one on, on one of the charts just recently? Yeah, It's number one on, um, rock radio. That's awesome. I believe if it wasn't this week, it was super recently, but yeah, yeah, it's I... been great. And then planet zero by shine down is, is performing really well too. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that. I love shine down there. Um, I've been a fan of them since Leave a Whisper. So Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They're they're dope. Stuff. Super oh. they're super dope. And both Ronnie and Shinedown are pretty much talking not the same shit, but it's like the same shit in their own way. And okay. both of those songs are I believe in the top ten right now on radio. That's... Rock radio. So I just I love that. I love that for rock music. Oh, I love yeah. that for just the culture in general. Like people are <laughs> this woke trend is starting to die off a little bit and people are actually waking up. So I'm just happy to be here for that. Yeah. That's, that is nice to see. And yeah. one of the things I, going back to talking about the two of them, they're not only musicians, but they're lyricists as well. And they can write right. a song. They really can. Just listening to the words of some of the things that they've written, you know, it's just like, wow, you just sit back and they're just telling a story and it's amazing. Yep. So yep. super talented, super talented. How many now how many followers do you have on TikTok now? It's somewhere around nine hundred thousand, isn't it? Nine hundred nah, I've got like ninety almost ninety thousand. Is it ninety thousand? 
990,000? So you've almost... No, re- no it's, it's not 990,000. It's about 90,000. Oh, about 90,000. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So you've almost yeah. reached that, two, uh, or that 100,000 point then. Yeah, yeah. If I were at 990,000, this would be a pretty different conversation we're having, having right now. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a guy on here um, a few weeks ago that he is at around... Uh, one and a half million and it yeah. was off uh, one one of his videos went viral and he's just kind of blown up from there and uh, it, it was it was really cool to have him on because he was a animal and human chiropractor so oh. he's he's made it pretty big so tiktok can really you know launch some people's careers so it's it's yeah, an it really can it's an really interesting can. thing you know like uh the way that works you know i'm i know that you've been able to use it and i'm i'm sure you've reached a lot of people just with the uh, amount of attention that you've been able to get from your videos on there. Yeah, millions, millions at this point. And um, it's, I'm happy to say it's all for music. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I uh, guess you could say, I take it for granted sometimes because I want every single video I post, every single song I drop, every piece of art that's released to be received on a huge level and just to connect with people on such a huge level. Um, but I have to remind myself when I get in that mindset that, well, first of all, that's a miserable way to think because it's never, that's just never going to happen. That's just not, that's right. unrealistic for right. everybody, anybody and everybody. And mm-hmm. that also the creative process and of itself is the reward, you know? So um, back to the whole TikTok being able to launch people. Yeah. But also at the same light, it's, a beautiful platform to be able to connect with just a bajillion people at a moment's notice yeah. um, for something slight or just something light that I made out of nowhere, you know? Um, yeah. So I know that, like you said, there it's at a moment's notice that you could pretty much have anybody there. I know that it, there's been a few times where I would have a video that would pop up and it would be just what I needed at that very moment. You know, right. So it, it it can, but then there's also those times where I should probably be doing something else, but instead I'm sitting here scrolling through TikTok looking at videos. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I can relate. It's, but for me, whenever I'm scrolling on TikTok, I'm looking for new videos to do. You know. Okay. Uh, so it's like, it's like I'm working. Actually, you know who Swaco is? I do. Yes. So he and I were talking the other day at this this bar i guess it's called bar liz it's this spot in hollywood but anyway okay. so he and i, I he and i were just shooting the shit out of the opportunity to pick his brain about how he how he approaches tiktok because he's killing it he's amazing he's he does oh, a great job yeah like, with his content he's crushing it and um so of course i wanted to learn and he told me it's all he does all day like 90 percent of his day he spends it on tiktok Really? And yeah. And the majority of his concepts, he's more or less um, found on like just scrolling the For You page and then adapting to make it his own, you know? Okay. And I, I, my management has told me that almost a million times like, yo, TikTok, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, bro. You just 
see what's working and then make it your own or just do the exact same thing. It's not that deep. Just do it a lot. Be consistent. Yeah. And that's that's a pretty much the exact same thing he told me. And for whatever reason, it clicked when he said it, because like, you know, my management, they manage a lot of <laughs> huge. They manage a lot of huge influencers, like right. with millions and millions and millions and millions of followers mm -hmm. and success. They know what it is. But actually hearing it from like the horse's mouth, I guess you could say somebody who's know, actually done it themselves. Yeah, literally. Yes. Yeah. It, the light bulb just went off. I'm like, oh, OK. All right. That's fine. I'm just going to do this then. Um, yeah. And so that's that's what I've been doing the past. Well, I guess you could say three weeks. The week before, um, this girl flew into town, and I basically had a little vacation with her for a week. <laughs> so I, I took that week off. But but I'm back now, and I've just been busting, just busting tail. So yeah, uh, that was a pretty cool song that you put out there for her too that I saw. If it's the same one I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She wasn't she wasn't super stoked that I had posted that, but. Uh, she didn't want to be on there i guess not she didn't know i was gonna pump my in my head i'm like bro like you know i do this like yeah. what did you think what did you think was gonna happen when <laughs> when you saw the camera on, on, on the piano like you know what i mean uh, exactly so well, yeah yeah my, my wife's kind of that way too like she doesn't want to be any part of this you know i mean she you know is more of a background she doesn't want to be you know, singing or anything like that. Right. So I totally right. get respect. that. Yeah. 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 I definitely wouldn't have posted it if I had known she was, she would feel any type of way about it. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, with you writing a song like that, I'm sure that she had a little give there for you. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. My buddy yeah. Juku, um, he's, uh, he produced it up actually. We're, we're going to be dropping that here pretty soon. It's kind of like a, like a drum and bass. Oh. meets edm type vibe um with what he's done with it and it sounds amazing like it is a it is a beautiful song so hopefully we'll have that wrapped in i want to say either by the end of the week maybe next week or so okay but i'll, I'll be teasing it on tiktok here in a few heck yeah i can't wait yeah uh, that that i always look forward to seeing the the new songs and stuff that you're coming out with on there so yeah Thanks. i can't wait to see that <laughs> So if uh, you can have your fans remember one thing about you, what would you want it to be? Wow. Sorry, I went a little deep there. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's a good question. I've, I've never been asked that question before. If I could have my fans remember me by one thing, it would be the positive and lasting impact that I have on their life. Like If anything, I want my fans to look back and remember me for how I enhanced everything they were doing, like everything about life. I want them to feel excited about life or I want them to know that somebody else is there for them, you know, that understands them, you know? So that's, I think that would, that would be it. Cause yeah. all the songs I write, obviously they all come from a real personal place. Right. But that's the thing about being human is we all more or less go through the same, just in different ways. Yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously there's, there's a scale to that, mm -hmm. you know, there's, it, there's definitely levels to this, but, right. uh, when it comes to songwriting and it comes to evoking and reflecting life experience and emotions, you can, you can pretty much hit the nail on the head, like, yeah. like in any different way. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That was no. good. Uh, dude, that's great. Yeah. I, that You just want to be that positive. That You want them to remember that positive part of you. Because, you know, one of the, I think one of the big things is, uh, for music is, you know, connecting with people. If you don't have a connection with your people, then they're not going to listen to your music. They're not going to. 100%. I mean, that's the same way with, you know, uh, doing the, this podcast. If people don't mm-hmm. connect with me, if they don't, then then why would they listen? You have to give them a reason to listen. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. So, um, all right. So how much time do you usually put into writing uh, a song? Does it, is it usually something that happens pretty quickly for you, or is it something that you take a very long process to do? It really depends. Sometimes it takes me months or even a year to get around to finishing a song. But if I sit down and I really get to it, uh-huh. it could take me like an hour or two. And it also depends on how long the song is. Right. Well, um, I I only have a, a couple more questions for you here and everything. And, man, yeah, uh, ask away. this is... I've thoroughly enjoyed this, you know, hearing about you talk about some of your musical influences and stuff, you know, that's, uh, that's always nice to hear. And like I said, you can hear that in your music too, especially with some of the, uh, punk rock influences and things. So I appreciate you. Have you been to any good shows? Like, uh, like probably not really recently because of COVID, but I know there's a lot of them that are coming up and I know that before there were some pretty good ones. Uh, what are some, some artists that you've seen that kind of stick out to you that you have enjoyed going to see? You know, I think it was either last month or the month before me and my buddy went to go see Under Oath. And oh. before Under Oath played, there were some openers that uh-huh. blew my mind. Um, a couple of them, just to name a couple, Bad Omens and Spirit Box okay. are in like gnarly bad omens i they got some songs that i they just hit hard they're they're a metal band so is spirit box yeah and under oath under oath was cool but <laughs> i mean there's <laughs> there's really only one song by under oath that i that i know really well so the rest of them i just it was fun to mosh and and just have a a riot Right, uh, but I just hadn't. I couldn't really tell what I was listening to half the time. So, <laughs> uh, well, they kind of went through a whole thing where they were doing some kind of experimental albums too. I think so. Uh, they they kind of went off the track there for a minute, but yeah. I, I think I only know like one or two songs about them. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead and go with what you were saying. That's no, all good. Um, I saw the Strokes at Shaky Knees in Atlanta. I want to say that was back in. It was December. I have no idea when it was. Maybe that was in March too. I don't remember when Shaking These was, but I went to see The Strokes recently. There was a bunch of other bands that played. So it was a festival. The Strokes are cool. Um, aside from Julian being just drunk out of his mind, oh, which was kind of kind of sad to see actually. But it was still. I saw it a great time. It was a great performance. Yeah. The Modest Mouse played. Oh, um, great. Yeah, that was that was a great show. I mean, they've they've got it perfected. They've been doing it for quite a while now. So. A while, a <laughs> while. Those dudes are yeah. vets. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so um, we actually have a, a pretty cool venue here uh, where I where I'm at. I'm in Arkansas area, so okay. we have one. It's the the Amp, and it's Walmart Amp. So we get to have some pretty cool shows around here. Have you ever seen Corn in concert? Corn? No, but I would love to. Man, them and Breaking Benjamin put on a killer show. You went to uh, see them recently? Uh, 
the last time I saw them was in 16. But okay. that's one of the last shows I've actually got to go see. That was awesome. Um, oh, it was right was after fun. their newer album came out and everything. And, dude, they killed it. Dude, Freak on a Leash is probably my favorite song by Korn. Oh, heck yeah, that's that's a great song. I mean, anything from anything from Korn is good, in my opinion. <laughs> I My daughter actually likes the song Shoots and Ladders. I can't. I, when you say that, I like no sound comes up in my head. I'm sure I've heard it though. It was the one. It, it, they do all the different like, not lullabies. What would you call it? Like when London Bridge is falling down, uh, is in the song. Nursery rhymes. Yeah, nursery rhymes. It, it's the song that has all the nursery rhymes in it and stuff. I've got a song with a nursery rhyme in it too. Do you? Yeah, it's called "Don't Belong." Don't belong. Okay. I'll yeah, have to... it's. Uh, I dropped that back in. When was it? It was 20 it was 2020 when i dropped that like summer 2020 okay i'll have to check that one out i i actually yeah, didn't even get tiktok until 2021 because i was at home bored <laughs> i hear you so hear you. weren't yeah. we all yeah it was uh it was rough actually at the time i was living in missouri and they we had a stay at home order so i was at home for over a month and that was that was rough trust me man <laughs> yeah I, I can imagine because you're you're right there in the thick of it where it was probably uh they had the most mandates at it was probably right there wasn't it yeah the, the last two years have been uh interesting definitely a period of growth for me yeah i got because i got sober during the pandemic and um i That's pretty awesome. much turned my entire life around 180 over this pandemic it's been tough obviously but yeah i for one have turned it into a blessing so it wasn't the worst but it definitely wasn't easy well man that's uh that's awesome and you know i i love hearing stories like that to where you know people took a negative and made a positive out of it it's a testament to your your willpower to want to do better for yourself yeah i mean it's possible i just want to be a, i want to be a positive influence for people like i said so um I, I don't necessarily feel obligated, <laughs> but it's who I am to turn a difficult situation into something positive or good or, or to gain discipline from it and become stronger yeah. because I want other people to know that they can do that too. And then go and do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that bravo to you i mean that's that's awesome you. you know a lot of people out there are just looking at just all they think about is what can they do for themselves but it looks like you're you're actually wanting to be a positive influence for people and that's awesome i feel like that's why people are here is to serve one another and to yeah. serve if you want to call it god call it universe call it whatever mm -hmm. just to serve life like to like what did i think it was Churchill said something along the lines of think not what your country can do for you and think what you can do for your country. Was it yeah. Churchill? Yeah. Uh, or maybe it, not. <laughs> I, 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 that might just, that just sounds like something Churchill would say. I, that guy was it awesome. might've been Kennedy. I think that said, that. I think, I think it maybe was. It was yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Respect, uh, respect Kennedy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. And like, we're here to be shepherds of the earth to take care of our neighbor. Because when I take care of my neighbor, I'm taking care of me at the same time. When I'm right. giving selflessly, right. I'm, 
I'm still gaining out of that. Whether I get anything from them or not is irrelevant because how I feel after that comes back tenfold. Yeah. And in addition to that, I don't know if you believe in karma, but I 110% have experienced karma. Uh And I would much rather keep my slate as clean as possible. There you go. So. I totally agree with you there. You know, uh, I'm a firm believer in the do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Mm-hmm. You know, what goes around comes around. I, I, yes, I'm a firm believer in all of that. You know what's interesting about that that phrase, though? What? Some people treat themselves like Yeah, that's true. So do unto others is I would have them do unto me. Yeah. In some ways. Uh, doesn't really apply to some people. I would much prefer some people <laughs> to practice contrary action in that regard. <laughs> right. No. I, <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. There, there are plenty of people, man, that just they just hating on themselves constantly. And oh, I would say most people in America, or I don't want to say across the world, but damn near across the world, hate on themselves. That's why we're so miserable. That's why when that's why we buy sadness and hate and violence on the news because that's where we're at energetically like do you think the media would be selling us lies if we weren't buying it right they, they wouldn't well, yeah we're eating it up mm-hmm. you know for a while kind of pivoting back to vitamin water mm-hmm. i was kind of on this hell path agenda to uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for expose the media and politicians and the lies and all that good stuff, which is all good and dandy. I'm sure it helped some people. Right. However, at the end of the day, it's not all their fault. It's not really just the politicians because tyrants, people who manipulate others and control other people because that's their only source of feeling good Mm -hmm. are actually very weak people. They're weak. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's why when it comes to the Bible, Lucifer fell from grace. He he was an angel. He was one of God's favorites, but he fell from grace. Right. He's a powerful demon, but he's still a demon. And he's not he is not above God. He's not right. above that highest energy, that highest love, you know. So people who operate. And do and in that way and do evil things and hurt people, I mean, that is that is on that low scale of energy, just like Lucifer. So, so now my intention is to simply elevate as many people as I can just to elevate mass consciousness. So when I write a song, if I'm talking about dark themes, if I'm talking about that's just real, but it's hard to go through. I want to make sure I'm, I'm reflecting it either exactly as it actually is, or I'm dropping in nuggets of gold of truth to help open some minds in the process, you know, right. because not everyone's listening to gospel music. Okay. Yeah. Not a lot of people are listening to gospel music. Not a lot of people are listening to, you know, 382 Hertz meditation frequencies when they're waking up in the morning and trying to Zen out. Not everyone's listening to classical music. In fact, most people are not, but those types of music are actually extremely high energy very like it's they just radiate beauty because of the intention behind the music itself so for me i'm like okay yeah i could easily make some stuff like this but my goal is to reach as many people as possible so what i do is i 
create music that's hard you know it might be uh like hard rock it might be metal i might be screaming on the track but i'm talking about that will help somebody and somebody who's at that space at that level to receive it i can help bring them up so i'm right there with you i wish like i said before i wish there were more people that looked at it from that point of view the way that you are you know that weren't just all in it for themselves you know they're wanting to be that positive influence and bring people up i agree with you it um, just takes one person it just it takes one person to, to turn it around for somebody else like look i'm not comparing myself to these folks but just look at jesus you know look at buddha yeah uh, look at gandhi like those people really just strove for inner excellence and mm -hmm. discipline and love and they were just that they were they were just being themselves and changed the world you know right so it only takes one person and then to influence so many thousands and millions of other people to do the same for themselves and eventually over time humanity itself will just raise its consciousness together so all right you know so my last question is if you had one message to give to your fans and i'm kind of goes along with what you've been talking about here uh, but if you had one message to give your fans what would it be mm, one message to give to my fans there's so many different messages i would give to my fans <laughs> there's not one specifically that I, <laughs> but you know, I guess it would just be learn how to be a human being. That's it. Yeah. Just be a human being. There you go, man. Yeah. There's really yeah. nothing else that we have to do. Life, success, happiness, not a success. I, I revoke that. Happiness, a fulfilling life, a full life is a birthright. There's yeah. nothing that we have to be other than human. So think it would that's, that's what i would say i love it well man it's been awesome having you on here it's, I, uh, it's always so much fun to have uh new people on here and hear their ideas and hear their point of views and stuff and hopefully i can get you to come back on here in the future and everything and we can have a good talk again yeah absolutely cool. all right well it's good having you man yeah thanks for having me it's been a pleasure okay so one other thing at the end of every show, I like to ask them, where can people find you? Where can they follow you at? I failed to do that on this episode, but I have all of his stuff here. So I'll just go ahead and give it to you now. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's the only holy water, and that's without the E. So that would be H-O-L-Y-W-A-T-R. Um, if you want to follow him on Facebook, it's just Holy Water. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's The Only Holy Water. Or you can also find him at Space Cowboy, which is spelled S-P-A-C-3-C-O-W-B-O-1-1-1. You can also find him on TikTok at The Only Holy Water, once again, without the E. Also, he has a website, which is holywater.com. You can reach him. You can follow him on any of these platforms. I'm sure he'd love to have you. Now I'd like to give a little bit of love to uh, one of the podcasts that you have heard on here before. Um, I'm going to continue running their promo on here. They have been nice enough to continue to run mine on their show as well. So without further ado, oh no, not them. Hey, this is Eric. And this is Bill. And this is Jim. We are Oh No Not Them. If you're into pop culture, 
music, pro wrestling, anything fun, and you want to listen to three old friends just talking off the cuff, completely unscripted, unplanned, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Oh, no, not them. Give us a listen. Give us a follow. All right, folks. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed presenting it to you. He was a pretty awesome guy to have on the show. Very nice. He's been very receptive to whenever I've reached out to him, and I really appreciate that in a guest. I've got some other ones lined up. Next week, I will be having the unbreakable bad boy, Justin Lee, on my show. Looking forward to having him on here. Should be a lot of fun. He is actually going to be at a wrestling show that I will be attending uh, sometime next month. So I thought it would be a good time to get him on here. That way he can kind of talk up his match that he has. We'll get more into that whenever he's on the show. But I am really looking forward to having him on. I hope you guys are really enjoying the stuff that I'm bringing to you. And as I've said many times before, if you have any comments or questions or concerns, likes, dislikes, whatever, you can reach out to me. I have an email address, and it's giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at IYGADAP, or as I like to say, IGADAP. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at giveadatapodcast. You can also find me on Twitter now um, at dadpodcast11. It's something new that I'm trying out, but I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. You can also find me on TikTok with the iGadap as well, and I'm also on Snapchat. So if you guys want to come follow me, I would love for you to do that. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you want to hear. If you have questions that you want me to ask uh, the people that are coming on, let me know. I love doing this, and I love the support that you're giving me. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to see you next week. See ya. If you enjoyed our show, come back next week. Jared. Yes. Okay, I was I was I wasn't about to call you dad, so <laughs> <laughs>